Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody, and welcome to uh, a Bill Spadia-free speaking podcast. I said that as if it was a good thing, Jessica. I, I yeah, don't... you're like, you're welcome, audience. Yeah, I didn't mean it as a good thing. I just meant that... You know, it's it's like one of those episodes that we're used to, like at least once a month now, where Bill has a mysterious thing that he can't make it to the show, and we don't ever get a reason. It's just, hey, bad news, I can't make it. You got to do it without me. I honestly no, feel like I was on Twitter and he was like coming up. <laughs> I was like rude, like <laughs> he's coming up on some other show. Oh, oh, he's like he's going to be on a TV show or something. Something he was tweeting about just now. Yeah. Oh. I cut you off. Well, no, that actually makes a lot more sense. I would do TV over this in a second. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Did you feel like he's doing? Oh, I thought that maybe he was in charge of uh, getting the president's Adderall supply. You think the president is on Adderall? Oh, let me tell you something. As a former complete addict, one million percent I do. He has got. I've never seen anyone skinny on Adderall. Oh, everyone's skinny on Adderall. Uh, you mean you've never seen anyone fat on Adderall? Yeah. Uh, do you remember when you first met me, Jessica? You were addicted to Adderall? Uh, well, I had just stopped being addicted to Adderall. I was, I, I mean, I thought it was uh, rare, but I guess not. If you get uh, focused on uh, eating like you do everything else, uh, you can, I, I ate Nutella with the same verve as I uh, took Adderall, and I put on about <laughs> 60 pounds. So uh, you can fat up real nice on Adderall. And I'm telling you right now, this all politics aside, this is not me saying this as someone who dislikes the president. This is just me looking at a fellow stranger in the night. That dude is baked out of his gourd on Adderall. And anybody that takes it recreationally will tell you that he is 1000%. That's a, a bold statement. Well, I, I, so it's my opinion. Uh, I'll say this people are saying people are saying that he's addicted no it's just uh, like the uh, if you look at the way he gets dry mouth the way he snorts the way his eyes look the the way that he has some high super high energy moments the way his uh, and some super low energy moments the way his um, uh, brain jumps from topic to topic but then gets caught like a like a record skipping mm-hmm. to the same topics over and over again, all hallmarks of Adderall abuse, and also waking up at three o'clock in the morning and tweeting. Uh, if anybody here on the, uh, the, the speaking podcast ever followed my Twitter feed prior to me deleting it and leaving Twitter for four years, you know yeah. that the 3 a.m. tweets of hell happened uh, uh, for me as well. It is, it's just, the, I get it. Adderall is fun. He probably got it as like a diet supplement in the 90s and doesn't consider it a drug that he's doing because, you know, it's it's not marketed as a, a recreational drug. It's like, hey, here's your vitamins, Prez. Well, I mean, yeah, sorry. I was just um, going to say I'm on the I've converted to one beach town to another 
And there's a lot of Trump supporters on this beach. Oh, really? <laughs> Specifically store owners that say, you cannot believe what they've done to us here. And they're selling like pro-Trump shirts out front. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I was in Pennsylvania yesterday. And by the way, I should say, if I sound a little off today, it's because I drove a 14 hours round trip to do a show in Pennsylvania. Uh, and I, when I say Pennsylvania, uh, excuse me. Uh, you mean Ohio. <laughs> no, I, no, I was in New York. It was right on the, uh, like over the border of Erie. So I dr- mm-hmm. had to drive essentially to Erie. And then I went to a place called Jamestown, New York. And uh, I, they were like, we'll get you a hotel room. And I was like, oh, you don't know where my brain is at. I will not be staying in a hotel room. Thank you very much. Uh, so I just showed up, did the show, and then came back. But driving through Pennsylvania, you could always tell when you were getting into Trump town versus Biden town based on the... Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like if, if it was farmland and trailers, Trump town. If it were a city, mm-hmm. Biden town. As goes Pennsylvania, as goes the world. So crazy. Um, how was your show? I mean, that's a long drive. It is a, a very long drive. And I uh, realized when I got home that I am not uh, 31 anymore. Right. My body was uh, rejecting the premise that I could be in a car for 14 hours without any lower back difficulty. Um, but it was, it was actually great. Uh, I, so it was a community college show. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, so they're all there on campus. So they are on campus for now. Um, hold on one second, Jessica. Let me just pause because my wife is screaming at me about the charger for her phone. Hold on one second. Sure. We'll be right back after these sure. messages of me getting yelled at. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Sorry about you that, gang. Apologize for that. Yeah, it's well, I moved. Stealing the- a charger is just a. Uh, very big offense. Well, here's the thing. I We have charges everywhere, but now that we have kids that have iPads and also need chargers, they mm-hmm. move, like, uh, there are, th- there must be in this house, and I'm not exaggerating, $55,000 worth of chargers yeah. that, that are scattered <laughs> about in my house. Um, but, oh, we were talking about uh, the show. Here's the thing. It was a community college show, Jessica. And I'm going to tell you now, uh, nooners at community colleges are the worst experiences that a a, a college comedian can have. Do you know what a nooner is? Well, in the real world, it's sex during the day. Yes. In the comedy world, it's a terrible show that you, you have to do because they pay you money to do it. Oh, no, it's a drink all my friends have been drinking all all summer. Oh, really? That I didn't know. What is a nooner? They're tequila and, like, pineapple juice in, like, a little seltzer can. Well, you know what? That would lead to sex during the afternoon if you were drinking them all day. (laughs) If you're day drinking. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, 80% of all children are born out of day drinking. Uh, But, so, community colleges, they want to do colleges just like everywhere else, but they don't have a, a campus that have people on it at night. So they only right. do shows during the day. And they all get the same idea, which is the only time of the day where all of the students are off is at noon for lunch. So they mm-hmm. decide they're going to put you up in the cafeteria to do a show at lunch at a community college. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, 
I think just out of the way these things work, Jessica, uh, most of these people are not super aware of events going on on campus. You know, you're a community college student. You usually have other stuff going on. So, yeah, so they don't know about the comedy show that's going on in the cafeteria. Right. So all they know is that they have 45 minutes to eat lunch, and now a 44-year-old lunatic is shouting jokes at them from a stage. And uh, they they hate it, and I hate it. And there are tricks to get around it, but I would say 95% of the shows are C-minuses at best. They're stomachache shows where you're just like, I got to get through this to get to the, my check at the end of you're it. You're like... I'm not an A-plus student today. Right, right. But here's the thing, Jessica. We had to do it outside, so it wasn't in the cafeteria. It Even was, worse. No, it, so here's the thing. It was in a tent, so the kids that came in, they couldn't bring food. They had to actually like pay attention, and they had to choose to come, which I think mentally changes how they think of the show. And most importantly, I think that people are grading on a curve during coronavirus. Yeah, I think there's it, less to compete with. Yeah, well, first off, it's like live entertainment, which, wow, we never get that. But second off, right. I think they're looking at me in a tent in Jamestown, New York, in front of 16 socially spaced uh, mask-wearing students and three people watching on a Zoom feed. And they go, right. well, this can't possibly be anything other than tragic. And then when it's even mildly good... They just go wild with applause. It was by far the best college show I've, or best community college show I've ever had. So they were the best, the best uh, community college nooner. Yep, nooners. Go to any comedian. Anytime you meet a comedian, ask them if they do colleges, and then if they say yes, say, "Have you ever done a nooner at a community college?" And watch their soul break in half. Right. Because it is the literal worst. Um, yeah, I can't find anything to really do. I'm on vacation this week, and like, there's not much going on other than just sitting around by yourself still. Yeah, it's uh, b- basically all a vacation is is being quarantined somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you a question because I have a friend who is a uh, like a stage director, and he had an idea that he was going to like put on a play um, virtually. Would Would right. you go to a virtual play? I don't get the draw to it because it's kind of like TV. Uh, you mean because it's like still live action, so anything could happen. Yeah, it's, it would still be live, so there would be that energy to it. But I said the same thing. Like it feels like just TV that isn't as good as regular TV. Like the whole idea of going to a play is the live energy. But he had some kind. I don't want to give it away in case anybody wants to steal his ideas. But he had some really mm-hmm. cool ideas is to make it live, and. The only reason I ask is because I've done, you know, enough virtual shows where my only question is to anybody that comes to one of my virtual shows, why are you here? Because Uh, I thought it was going to be, why don't we do this all the time? Well, I say that to my virtual game show, which is my favorite thing that I'm doing right now. But a virtual stand up comedy show, Jessica, has it, it, it does not have the same feel. It's it's like. Uh, you know, the difference between having sex and watching hentai, which I brought up. I worked it in organically, Jessica, because Bill asked us to talk about hentai. Yeah, he's brought up that episode like several times. He's fascinated by it. (laughs) I can't even defend him. It's probably true. 
Yeah, so uh, he is... But he pretends like he doesn't know how to spell it still. Yeah, in the text that he sent to us, he wrote, like, hen like a like a hen, you know, like a chicken, and tie like a tie that you would wear. And I was like, all right, Bill, you know, the lady doth protest too much. We get it. You love hentai. Just say it. Uh, he, he doesn't. And he, he just relax. Don't don't take that out of context and send it to him. Uh, so but uh, I will. I, I something came up that we were talking about today. I'd love to get your perspective on. Do you know uh, what Twitch is, Jessica? I think you've told me it's when like people play video games yes. and you watch them live play video games. Right. One hundred percent. Now. My son has informed me that there is a phenomenon in the Twitch community called e-girls. Can you okay. get, can you guess so where this have, is going? They just have like 10 times as many, 10,000 times as many viewers compared to the rest of the guys playing. Right. Now, there are some guys who are huge, but like e-girls are very pretty girls that dress provocatively while they play mm -hmm. video games. My son told me that one of the e-girls had what they call a just chatting session where like she you, it's not a game it's just like whatever she feels like doing and she had 14,000 people watch her make a burrito in a bikini. Uh oh now, that's so creepy. It's sad and creepy, right? Now so sad. In this world there's have you ever heard the term simp? S I M P. S I M P. No. So simps are guys now it it comes out of twitch but now they're sort starting to apply it to anyone it's like any kind of pathetic guy that will do anything to get a girl's attention all right uh -huh. so in twitch you can like give tips you know to people that you like so like if you give them like a ten dollar tip they'll they'll get like a little message like hey so and so tipped you and the response is like if you can imagine if there's fourteen thousand people in there the girl can't say hello to everybody, but she will say hello to the person who tips her $10. So mm -hmm. then all these people start competing. And the next thing you know, some of these girls are making, you know, high six, low seven figures a year for playing, you know, Fortnite in a bikini. And they're probably not even 18. Uh, yeah. Some of them are, you know, I, I don't know what the age sh sh shenanigans are, but I'm sure that there's some 16-year-old girls getting some gross messages from 50-year-old men. It's like, why have a career, really? Well, that was my question. I, I, I raised that today to my, my in-laws, and I'll raise it to you. You have a daughter or a friend, a relative, that is making, mm -hmm. here's my number, $30,000 a month by playing video games in a bikini. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, we, do you say to that person, have at, enjoy yourself, or do you say to that a person, you got to get out of this business, it's going to eat your soul? What do you say to them? Is she putting in money to a 401k? Is she saving for her retirement? Let's she say buy that, you a house. Yeah, well, let's say that she's putting $15,000 a month away and the other 15000 she's using to uh, buy extravagant outfits for her uh, uh, Twitter or her Twitch. Would, would Keen let his sisters do that or would he be protective and, and bully them for it? So, I don't, you know, Keen would probably not He's be... He's the one bringing it into the house in the first place. Yeah, he would probably not be aware of it for the first five months. Because Keen is not really dialed into what's going on around him. 
But I, I think he'd be against it. And uh, the reason why is number one, he hates simp's. Like he hates the idea of like giving people money to get attention. Like he, he's already made his YouTube videos mocking them. Uh, Keen was right. like, no girl that you pay fifty dollars to say hello to will ever respect you or date you. And I was like, all right, you're a pretty smart thirteen year old. You, you got it. Um, now it reminds me of that video game The Sims and when you call people Sims like they're all like just simulation robots just going right. around yeah, just kind of not really accomplishing anything and 100% and these guys are accomplishing the goal of spending their mom's money on getting a girl in a bikini to say hello to them once yeah but no I mean you bringing it up has me questioning my life choices <laughs> oh, you th- would would you do? Th- no, I should ask that. Would why, you do it, Jessica? Why, why am I looking at an Excel sheet? <laughs> I could just be making a burrito. Yeah, so making a burrito in a bikini, if it netted you ten thousand dollars, like my, it, so it's so interesting because you talk about it, and like I, I, my answer was no, I would not let my daughter do this, but not because of like purient reasons, like not because I. I think it's wrong for, you know, a girl can express her sexuality any way she wants. I just think it's dangerous because I think that these guys can be that entitled to just sit around making a burrito and getting a lot of money for it. Well, no, the other way around, the entitled white men that think that I gave you $5,000 and you didn't pay attention to me. I feel like that turns toxic super quick. I've, I've seen enough things on Reddit where a guy will text a girl like, hey, you're beautiful. And the girl will say, thanks, I have a boyfriend. And then the next text is like a, uh, well, you're a bitch. Yeah, like she emasculated him. Right. And uh, the girls that I've talked to in my life say that that happens all the time. And mm-hmm. uh, like I now that I'm on Twitter, what I'm noticing is every, like any woman on Twitter, I would say 60% of them have no DMs in their bio. And oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just retweets, not endorsements. You see a lot of that, but start looking at, especially like, you know, women in their 20s and 30s, it says no DMs. And the only dude I've ever seen with no DMs is Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Not a single <laughs> other dude has no DMs. And just that, I was like, Oh, because Twitter is, you know, awful for everyone, but it's especially awful if you're a 20 or 30 year old girl that, uh, you know, gross dudes are like, hey, you followed me. Now you're my girlfriend. Or a Star Wars um, superhero. Which I was tempted to DM Mark Hamill till I saw that because. And is he Star Trek? I don't even know. He's Star Wars. (laughs) He's Luke Skywalker. Thank you. (laughs) And he liked Um, three of my tweets yesterday. Whoa. Congratulations. Yeah, it was a big day for me. Uh, Were you tweeting at him? Uh, so, you know, I reply. So he had a couple of things about politics. I replied, and then he liked them. And I waited because he liked three of them. And usually when somebody likes three of your tweets, a follow is incoming. But there was mm-hmm. no follow, Jessica. I will have Luke Skywalker soon. It will happen. Got to keep working at it. That's exciting. I should give you my numbers, by the way. Uh, last week we were at 4,510. Jessica, I'm pleased to announce right before we started, I was at 5,044. I've Whoa, put on 534 followers and I didn't have to put a bikini on to do it, Jessica. I only use the bikini of my mind. 
It's it's happening. My agent told me no one cares about you in the comedy world till you get to ten thousand. Is I'm, that the first five K you've ever run though? <laughs> uh no, I did a couch to five K, Jessica. I ran one five K at the end of Couch to Five K and then said I'm good for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's what I said about a marathon. <laughs> oh, you did a marathon once? Uh-huh. What was your time? In like two thousand fifteen. I don't know. Good question. That was right before we met, Jessica. Really? Well I know it was twenty sixteen. That's I got sober in 2016, and the first gig I ever did sober uh, since getting sober was uh, the one that we did with Joe Piscopo. Yeah, I know the little girl singing. She yeah, so cute. Uh, yeah. Wait, so, so ten thousand uh, comics under ten thousand don't matter. Yeah, so my my agent got me like you know right before uh, coronavirus, he was like, "Hey, there's like a lot of national booking agents that think you're really good, you know, because right now I'm only a local comic, Jessica." Uh, right, that, regional, that, yeah. possibly countywide. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, a lot of nationwide bookers that want to use you, but you don't move the needle like from a advertising perspective because you don't have enough Twitter followers or Instagram or whatever. Like they need something that if you tweet it out, it'll get at least you know a certain number of retweets, even if it's like not tickets that get sold to your Twitter followers, they will amplify your signal enough that it might move the needle. So he said they're not even going to look at you till you get to 10,000. So the last three months, I've been on a tear, Jessica. So that's been your full-time job for the past three months. Well, that and driving, apparently. <laughs> oh, well, because I noticed you're just on there all the time. And I was like, how is Jay dealing with this like depressing swamp of a, a social media site? So I, it might be because I've recently had my uh, antidepressants raised uh, by 50%. But Past the, the legal maximum? No, I'm at the legal maximum now, 450. I was at uh, 300 for a long time, and I thought that was the highest. But I mentioned to my doctor I was feeling you know kind of blue, and he was like, oh, you know what? I can move you to 450. And he actually used these words, Jessica. That's the theoretical maximum. And I was like, cool. Let's do it. And it's been oh. it's been pretty good. Twitter has barely affected me. So unless you want to like test it, that's that's your max. Yeah. I mean I guess I could be like a test subject at some point where they hold me down and put, fill me with six hundred to see if my brain explodes. But the the best <laughs> of, of butterflies and uh and sun sunflowers and daisies. Exactly. The best way I can describe my brain currently is that I'm on enough antidepressant that it's vibrating beige that's what my brain is doing in my brain nice. vibrating beige and i like think we an have earthquake an earthquake at the beach there was an earthquake at the beach like an earthquake at the beach oh, like an earthquake at the beach i think we have two potential titles and we've gone for 23 minutes yeah uh, so i think i'm gonna let you get back jessica to the beach do you have anything that you're promoting should we say that uh, you should do chess chasing chestnut on Twitter? My Twitter is still Chasing Just Not, and I'm not giving it up because I have a blue check mark. So. Yes, and I need to get one ASAP. Put the oh, word yeah, out. Oh, yeah, now there. I'm jealous you finally surpassed me in your Twitter followers. Oh, that's just, that's just because you have not put the effort in. I am sure if you put the pedal to the metal, you would beat me instantly because you actually uh, 
uh, are someone that, you know, understands people and don't just, you know, uh, put jokes out constantly hoping someone will like them. You actually know how to communicate. That's nice. <laughs> well, you do. You you have a human ability to communicate, whereas I'm just, uh, you know, I, I could be very well an alien for all I know. Uh, Interesting. So you're back the, to believing. <laughs> and on that note, Jessica, uh, oh, I should say, Jay Black is funny on Twitter. Jay Black, J-A-Y-B-L-A-C-K. Do you have any other shows to promote? Mm, October 1, I'm going to be in Royersford, Pennsylvania at Soul Joel's Amphitheater outside. Thursday, October 1st, come see me there. And uh, you can hear all about it on my Twitter if you follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. What's wrong with you? All right. right, Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you for listening, everybody, and have a great day. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.